Welcome to the Do What You Love show, the place where musicians, artists and entrepreneurs share their inspiring stories and advice on how to succeed in the music business. Every week you'll receive new insights and tips on how to grow your following, get more gigs and make a living in today's rapidly changing music industry. Thanks for tuning in with us. Now, let's begin the show and do what we love. Welcome back to the Do We Love Show. This is Steve and Michelle, and we're going to be talking about listening today. It's a really hot topic, especially why it's so imperative that you learn to listen when it comes to networking in the music industry. So, Michelle, we were discussing before this shoot um, a little story about my son's birthday party when you ran into um, one of the parents, one of the dads, and um, something really interesting happened. Tell us about that story. Yeah, yeah, that's that uh, was really funny. So, um, you know, your, your son's birthday party, I think, was dinosaur theme, right? Mm-hmm. And you had this uh, scientist and uh, coming in and explaining everything, and every, everyone was running around and with cakes and stuff. And then there was this uh, Indian guy, and he's, uh, he stood in the corner and uh, looked equally shy as me. <laughs> and um, so I went over there, and we had a 30 minute maybe 35 maybe 40 minutes conversation and all i was asking him initially like after sharing our names was so what do you do mm-hmm. and after that i just sometimes put in like some little you know open-ended questions and saying like oh wait how did you do that or you know why is that important to you but i was mainly just listening and um 30 minutes for 30 minutes 35 right. minutes and and after that i think it was cake or something yep. like that and we had to interrupt and and then he said thank you michelle that was by far one of the best conversations i've ever had in my life <laughs> one of the best conversations that you've had in your life and you probably right. did what five percent talking less questioning less less well in 30 minutes yes why is that one of the best conversations well for him Look, like coming from the psychology of, of 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 human beings, we are hardwired to take ourselves as the most important thing in life. Mm. We're deeply narcissistic, and mm. that's nothing bad. But the thing is, like, our life, you know, involves us and us only, right? Yeah. And and if we are, as a listener, are not able to hold that space for someone to, ex- for them to express themselves, right. they are not able to actually l- really truly listen to themselves because they're involved with like, okay, what's for lunch, uh, yeah. you know, money problems, uh, you know, problems with whatever comes up, all the things that they need to do after the conversation that they've done before the conversation. Mm. So for them to really truly be open and focus on what you really have to say, they truly need to let this stuff out. And that's super, super important. And um, most of us are not doing that. Right, because we are coming from our agenda, right? When we network, for example, we let's say you know we go to a club and uh, you know wanna our intention is to get a gig out of out of the, that meeting. Mm. Um, we go in that meeting and say like, well, I want that that gig, mm. right? So mm. we're going in there and say like, look, what what do I have to do to get a gig, right? Um, but what we don't acknowledge is that the club owner itself has also an agenda. Mm-hmm. And that agenda is definitely not you. Yeah, <laughs> that wow. agenda is about earning money. It's about, uh, you know, problems. It might about laws. It's, it's about noise complaints. It's about, right. you know, that act that just cancelled five minutes before. So it's yeah. not you. Right. So going into a conversation and acknowledging that I am not important in that situation and that I only get things out of it if 
I leave the space for someone to be heard and to be truly interested in someone, mm-hmm. that is absolutely truly. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting point. So if I'm now singer songwriter, yeah. you know, worked on my craft. I'm 20 years of age. I'm ready to go out and gig. I've developed three sets of 45 minutes, and I'm looking for gigs. Right, and I'm actually going out there and getting out there and networking. Mm-hmm. Right, looking for opportunities. What you're saying is that the first step is to be able to learn and discover information. Absolutely crucial. What information are we looking for from, let's say, that venue owner? Well, well, the first and the biggest information that, that, that we're looking for is what does this person want, right? What does my like business partner, prospective business partner or fan, but in, let's stay in the situation, I'm, I'm approaching a, a business, um, a venue owner um, or manager. In a Which is essentially a customer. It is a customer. So if I'm the venue owner and you're the artist, yes. I'm potentially a customer. Absolutely. Customer, business partner. Right. And cool. um, But right now, seeing so 99% of artists, what we need to acknowledge is that that. Everyday business owners and, and, and managers of venues, they have conversations with artists. Yeah. So for me, I need to understand what is this person thinking about me, right? What is this person need, needing from me, not the other way around? So a good leading question is, like, you know, how's, how's the business going? How, like, what, what is difficult at the moment, Right. So instead of saying like, "Hey, I'm artist ABC. Um, I just released my EP, and I would love to bring my music to you." Yep. See, what that means is like, I'm not acknowledging you. I don't care who you are. Yep. I'm just. It's all about me. Mm. Right. And it's nothing bad. But we are deep. As as I said, we're deeply narcissistic, right? So now acknowledging and saying like, "Okay, well, hey, my name is Michelle. What is your name?" Oh, that's a really interesting name. Where does that come from? And then, and then backing down, right? How did you get into that business? Mm. Being truly interested in someone mm. and making the, the conscious effort to not saying like, oh, this is me. This is, this is why I'm here. But being truly interested. And already you get a really good indication if this person even wants to talk to you, mm. <laughs> if they're interested in talking about themselves. And uh, most people are because we want to be acknowledged, right? And, but most likely what will happen is that people feel good about themselves. Right. People only will do business with you if they feel good about themselves being with you. Let's repeat that. That's a very mm-hmm. important point. People only want to make business yep. if they feel good about being with you. If you right. make them feel good. So let's unpack this a little mm. bit. So ultimately, my first intention to even land a possibility of having a relationship or a mm. conversation with someone yeah. to develop some kind of relationship and network yeah. to speak to people on a deeper level, I my primary job is to listen and connect and, and, and genuinely connect with this person somehow so that they feel good. Absolutely. So if I was to kind of compliment them and shower them with compliments... Or one, say one compliment, say, hey, that's a nice top or mm. a nice hat. Yeah. Is that a, a way of helping them feel good? Well, only if it's if it's sincere. Right. If we're going into conversation and say, like, look, this is the, this is the let's stay in this venue, right? So we're having a meeting with the manager. And I come in and he's wearing a hat that I don't like, mm. but I want something to get out of him. So I, I make the conscious effort and say, like, oh, that's a nice hat. But I don't, yeah. I don't really think that. That's really destructive. People right. look through that. 
immediately. But find something, yes, to yeah. like a heartfelt appreciation, saying like, you know what, I love your venue. Yeah. I've been here like five years ago and I've seen band ABC. It was one of the best nights ever. So thank you for, you know, doing all of this. Right. Not, that must be really, really hard, right? So immediately you build up a connection that is not, It's about exchange of of monetary things or and, and, you know, materialistic things, but it's a heartfelt like I appreciate you and what you do. Yeah, right. Cool. So that's really important because that can lead into so many opportunities. Yeah. And so at that point, you, I mean, from a business owner to another business owner, you know, I understand that's their baby. Mm -hmm. So it's you know like going up to a mum and saying, "Hey, your baby is absolutely beautiful." Yeah. Look at those clothes. Look at those gorgeous, you know, blue eyes. And wow, you must be so proud of raising that child. Absolutely. Absolutely feeling good at this time. Yeah. Open up. Now we're ready to have a conversation and go to the next level. Cool. Yeah. So you've done this now. Yeah. Um, so let's say next section, you know, this is really important. Obviously, we can mm. see this. But mm -hmm. let's say I've identified that now we're at a club. The venue owner's name is Matt. Yeah. You know, he's quite new at this. But it's or it's, it's you know the venue manager and it's his responsibility now to kind of build this night on a Thursday night, mm -hmm. you know, what to call it a uni night. Um, but he's having you discover that there's problems with that yep. somehow, and he opens up to say there is a bit of a challenge there because you've built enough trust and made him feel exactly. good. He feels the need to want to share that with you now, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. that's the golden nugget. Is that why? Is. Tell us why that's the golden nugget. Because, as we know, problems sell solutions, mm -hmm. right? So if if you if your manager says like, "I'm all good, I'm booked out for five years," yeah, uh, it's crazy. I have no problem. Everything runs runs smoothly. You probably won't have a chance. Like, there's a probably. Right, there's probably nothing that you can benefit right. other than might saying like, oh, this is amazing. Have you thought about maybe opening another space? What if I say, but I'm 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 better. Like, What you know, you traditionally, if you come across, like, let's say you have this musician or yeah, this, yeah. this mindset that you honestly believe that you are better than the next act. Ah, well, if, you, if, if you're really better, then just you, you, can, you can, for example, say like, you know, I love this act that you have next week. Right. Right. And I think what I can bring to the table is actually bringing more people in because I've seen that it's not sold out. Is that true? Right. Right. So, so what we could do, what we could do is, um, I can bring in like 20 people, and they even they even already paid. The the event is already there. I just need a venue for next. What about we merge? We both, you know, you can you you keep half of the money of that, or you know, all the bar goes to you. You have a fuller night. Um, everyone's happy. And that's how we that's how we can build a business because now I'm bringing still value to you. There's always like as a business owner, you're always looking to to add more value, right? Let's just be clear. Yeah. Which audience are we talking to here? Because I don't believe it's you know any musician who wants to gig. Mm -hmm. It's someone who's got a developed act. Yeah. Right. Who's polished. They have. Lots of objective feedback to say, yeah, that's nine or ten out of ten. Mm -hmm. Now you're ready to go out. But even then, yeah. if they don't have a following, how are they going to add value if they don't have a following? Yes. 
That is absolutely true, right? And again, it brings it down to listening. You can't bring up your your um, your, your following if you don't listen to them, right? So if right. you have your first gig and someone comes up and say like, oh, this was beautiful, this was really cool, but in your mind you're thinking about, you know, uh, uh, you know, I need to need to pack up or or, leads. Yeah, or something like, oh, only 10 people were there, right? And you're disappointed and yeah. you're not really listening. You're missing the big opportunity to connect with that fan. Because that fan is the entry level to more fans because if they share what you do... Right. But they only do that, again, if you make them feel good about themselves. Right? And how do we right. do that? By acknowledging them. So instead of saying, like, oh, thank you, it's like, hey, I really value your feedback because it's so important to me. And, you know, I'm just starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after the show? Exactly. Or between the sets? Between the sets yeah. or, or whatever. Is there something that you particularly liked? Mm-hmm. Right? Is there something that I can do better? Mm. Right? Uh, but that conversation, mm. do you think that's hard? Are we taught that at school? Well, definitely not at my school. I mean, I grew up in Germany, but I, I think that's that's a global I thing. wasn't taught that at school. No, I don't. I wasn't taught that once you put on a performance or deliver something mm. to then immediately see the value in walking up to someone asking for direct feedback because you know that's a way to build a fan, which is yep. going to build your audience draw, which then you can take as a business yep. and go to venues and have leverage. But but think about it like that. That that means that the, our traditional education system is based on a sharing and building value, right? Mm. Which is not. It's mm. about following someone else's lead and don't ask questions, right? Mm. That's why we have teachers, right? Uh, who sit on a chair while everyone sits down. That's why we have teachers who we have to address with sir and ma'am and stuff like that. That's Mm -hmm. why we have teachers in Australia that don't have to follow a dress code, but all the students have, right? Because there's a, there's a, Discongruency, right? It's a, it's all about leading and following, right? Being mentored, right? What we do here, right? I mean, with the mentoring foundation program, what we do, listening is a whole, is a, is a whole uh, formula, the yeah. whole module by itself, mm-hmm. because what it means is you actually build value about yourself, and if you do that, you start feeling good about yourself, and you start asking questions. Well, what can I do with my life, right? So, the, other than following. I think it's important for people to understand. Just give some examples of the types of questions you said. Them, like mm. you know, tell me more about that. Um, yes. You know, love this venue. You know, the approaches into, like, the questioning sequences. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of musicians mm-hmm. get stuck because they don't know the right language yeah. to approach people in, in the networking situations. Yeah. Give me some examples. Well, I think questioning and listening go hand in hand, right? Yeah. The first thing is ask open-handed question, yeah. right, which means they're not able to answer with yes or no right so did you like that concert yes or no that's a that's a closed question right. what, what can you say about that right? right but if you say what did you like about that concert what right? did you like about it exactly and so that allows them to then have to have a conversation exactly, exactly. Large, yeah great right and, and 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 that's the whole point what else did you like about it right following up because again the first answer that people give you is usually default mm. it's it's something that they don't think about Right? Right. A bit like at McDonald's when they say, would you like fries with that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because right. they know psychologically you are now bringing yourself to be open to consider yeah. the next upsell. Absolutely. So that's a, open up the guard, the first one. Yeah. Hey, how you doing today? You know, yeah. what can I do for you? Okay, sure. Would you like fries with that? Yes. Actually, now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, like all questions that start with W are good, right? Um, so why, why, what, how, how, what, right? Even yeah. though it how ended with W, yeah. but yeah. right, that's the same. And um, but why is a usually a good question? Why did you like it? Yeah. Right? Why did you come today? 
right? Mm, I think you can go on with why for a very long time. Yeah. So why why is that important to you? Absolutely. Interesting. You know, like you know, they yeah. have the seven whys. Uh, yeah. If you ask someone seven seven times why, it's really interesting. But um, yes, but then also be able to hold the space and listening. Right. So if if, if after a gig someone's asking, uh, you know, if if I ask my fan like, okay, well, what did you like about it? And they say like, oh, I really liked your voice. Instead of, uh, you know, I really like what you've done there. Wait, wait. Because they're not finished, right? When they mm. fin- when they How long should not... you wait? I would say, like, try two seconds, one, two. Right. And then make it up to four, five. Right? The reason for that is people are really uncomfortable with silence, right? Mm. I mean, we can try that out right now. Um, let's say I ask you a question. Steve, um, do you know, I really liked what you've done yesterday at the mastermind. You said something really valuable. Right? You're looking at me, not answering. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, what was it? Don't say anything. See? Like, just hold the space. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was really good. I mean, when you said, right? Because right. now I'm digging deeper because you're listening to me, you're gotcha. looking at me, which means you put the expectations now on me to, to actually follow up. Right? Yeah. Tell me more about it. And and by holding that 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 space mm-hmm. and holding that tension, mm-hmm. you allow this person to go deeper, and you also force that person to actually dig a little bit mm. deeper than they usually would go. And all of that, guys, is so important because building a relationship, especially in the music industry, is absolutely crucial. Mm. Right? We are in a people's business, mm. which means people only work with you if they trust you. You build trust by sharing what's important to you and by listening, most importantly, what other people value, because that is literally a your, 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 you know, your, your social capital. That's mm. that's really what you what you want to leverage before you're asking for a favor. So to you know to 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 bring it to an end today, I think if you are approaching a gig, let's say Matt was his name, right? Mm-hmm. The manager, mm-hmm. the venue manager. If you're seriously looking to build a long-term relationship, the first time you meet Matt, you're not saying anything about your music mm. unless they're really asking. You're just really interested in them. Hey, Matt. You know, I, I, I think you're a really interesting character. I have a blog, or I'm really interested in what you do. Um, you know, would you, you know, can I buy you a coffee? Right? Right. And really, and, and not asking for any favors, not saying like, oh, look, I'm looking for gigs, mm. but being generally interested in a person and being able to help them. Let's say, you know, they struggle with, you said, with a Thursday night. Mm. Good. Well, you have a DJ that does it regularly. And so, like, hey, you know what? I think you guys should really connect. I send you his details, right? And then 10 minutes later, I send him a text and say, like, look, I already talked to him. He would love to work with you, right? Already bringing value by listening, mm. by acting on it. And then, Maybe a week later, two weeks later, and you say, like, hey, you know, um, I'm free on Thursday night. You know, I've, do you have any capacities in your location today? Of course I help you. Man, you listen to me, you bought me a coffee, and you brought me a DJ in? And you brought in business because that DJ potentially brought what? in the right crowd, right? Dude, so, I would be right. foolish not to. So you're to seeking to give first yep. before ask, before expecting to exactly. receive by simply listening. Exactly. But if you haven't listened in the first place, if you would storm into that business and into that venue, mm. to that uh, fan and say, like bye 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 mm. me 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 you would never go there mm. right so that's and that's why listening is an absolutely key essential skill if you want to make any business relationships into social relationships have a good relationship with your family friends fans uh, business whatever it is but especially if you want to survive in the music industry you need to learn to listen 
Thanks so much, Michelle. I, uh, I've taken a lot away from this conversation and I trust that everyone listening on this call on this podcast has as well. So guys, just to recap, listening is one of the most essential, probably the most essential skills you can have in order to build relationships and network to then be open up to opportunities for exchange and for business. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, until then, guys, we'll see you soon. Bye.